Hey friends, welcome to the Make Life Matter podcast. I'm your host, Angela Donatio, Bible teacher, author, and adventure junkie. Join me each week for compelling conversations with leading voices that encourage us to ground our worth in the word instead of the narrative of the world. Together, we'll discover miracles in life's messy moments and make our lives matter no matter what. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. This is our Mother's Day episode. And to all the moms, wherever you're listening to and listening from, we love you. We thank you. Whether you have birthed a child or you're a spiritual mom to someone, I just want to say thank you. Moms are the backbone of our culture, and we are so grateful for you. And I wanted to bring a guest today who not only is a mom, but she champions moms and women around the world. Dory Donaldson and her husband, Hal Donaldson, founded Convoy of Hope in 1994. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you might have heard the episode with her husband, Hal Donaldson, the founder of Convoy of Hope. And they together have served and shared the love of Jesus with over 193 million people. Yeah, sit with that number for a minute. Dory serves as vice president of Convoy Women, rallying the support of women across America to bring help and hope to families in need. So in this episode today, during our conversation, you're going to be able to discover the extraordinary work that Convoy Women is doing around the world and have an opportunity to champion and empower moms by partnering with Convoy Women and our home church, River of Life. During the month of May, we are doing a special Mother's Day campaign, change her story and bring hope to every woman. Dory, it's such an honor to have you here on the Make Life Matter podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a joy to be here. Well, I feel like now over the last few months, we've gotten to know each other a little bit better. And, and I'm just so um, in love with the work that you do to champion women, especially moms. The women in your women's empowerment program are all moms. So this is such a critical need, especially right here at Mother's Day. You know, in countries like Ethiopia and Tanzania, thousands of women and, and girls have graduated from the women's empowerment program. They've received training and job skills, financial practices, you know, health, parenting, agricultural best practices. And you have a teen girls program that focuses on nutrition and hygiene and gender-based violence and so many tentacles really of convoy women. And one of them is the women's empowerment program. So share with us, Dory, the work of the women's empowerment program. I would love to. It is such an important program because the needs of women in developing countries are so, uh, they're so different from ours mm. and they're so deep. Um, women that are marginalized, uh, that are living in severe poverty could be potentially making less than $1.90 a day. Mm. Um, and they, there are no safety nets for them at all. Not like what we have afforded to us here in America. Um, and, and as girls, they're raised to believe that they're destined to marry and have babies, yeah. nothing more. And, and many of them have absolutely no say in their future. They're discriminated against, um, even in going to school. Sometimes parents have to choose which of their children to go to school. And who do you think they choose? Yeah. They choose the boys, not the girls. Mm. And then on top of that, when girls are in school, when they hit puberty, they may not have the necessary feminine um, hygiene products that they need to stay in school all month long. So they they'll miss a week, which 
sets them behind in their grades. So that further perpetuates the opinion that girls aren't worth the money that it costs to send them to school because they have to pay for uniforms. And so, um, you know, again, if parents have to choose, the boys will be chosen before the girls. So um, many are enter uh, marriage early. We know childhood brides are a common thing. Um, One in seven girls are married by the age of 15 in the developing world, which really, you know, they aren't prepared for life like that. That sets them up, doesn't it? And so you've got girls that have been thrust into early marriage. They've not had the opportunity for an education. So they're, they don't do not have the skills that they need to take care of their families as women. And so oftentimes, you know, moms are, are abandoned or their husbands might be sick or completely absent from the picture Hmm. and it falls on mama, but moms do it best because we care most about our kids and we are willing to reinvest, um, you know, Melinda Gates has done so much research and has such a heart for women around the world. And, and she said that, you know, women will pour 90% of what they earn back into their families. The statistics, the percentage is way lower for what a man um, earns. Sorry, guys, not trying to, to bash men here at all, but you know, that's just the heart that God put in us as women, as moms to care for our children. And so women will do anything to provide for their children. They'll even prostitute their bodies if that's the only thing they know how to do. Yeah. I had the privilege of visiting some women in Guatemala City, right down in Zone One, and it's a real problem in that country. But I know it is worldwide as well. And we asked the prostitutes, um, "Why are you here in this place?" Mm. And several of them said, "It's the only way I know how to feed my kids and oh. put shoes on their feet. Putting shoes on their." Feet was important to moms, right? They're thinking about those little, those little um, feet that are going to need shoes. And I just think that's the heart of a mom. And, and we don't want women to have to be in that place where that's the only way they can provide for their families. So when we can empower a mom with a job, really her crisis is over. She mm-hmm. can provide her kids to school, all of her children, she doesn't have to choose. She doesn't have to choose uh, what she's going to do to put that food on the table. She doesn't have to, to not eat. So her children can eat. They all can, and they can all go to school. So that's really the goal of the program is to help women become self-sustainable and really change the trajectory of her children's and her family's lives. And, you know, at Convoy, you know, we want to feed the world right? That's our goal. We want to feed the world. We want to feed everyone. We know we can't feed everyone. As you said, the the, the need is enormous. It's huge, but God hasn't asked us to solve everything or to feed everyone. He's asked us to do what's in front of us, just do all that we can and to live lives of generosity. So um, I think we're feeding a lot more than we, than our statistics show, because when you empower that mom, you're literally changing your whole family. She might be feeding neighbors because all of a sudden She's respected in her home and in her community. She's seen as a leader. She's seen as someone who's capable. So her children are seeing her in a new light as well. And their futures are affected because those boys are going to probably treat women differently. Her sons will see women in a different light because they saw a mom who was empowered and they saw a mom who was capable of much more than just having babies. Right. And so. Um, when we can invest in that mother, it is a great investment. It's one of the smartest and the most proven ways to break the cycle of poverty and abuse is to invest in moms. So powerful, Dory. And I've seen it firsthand. I've been to Africa about 20 times. And early on, I had the opportunity to start partnering with the Assemblies of God 
helping to empower pastors' wives in some of the rural regions across northern Ghana that are in the most deprived areas. And I've seen firsthand just how even a small amount of capital makes a huge and lasting impact of being able to return and in, you know, day conferences, hear their stories, what they did with the loans. These were microenterprise loans that were revolving loans. And so I've seen firsthand what we're talking about here. And, and Dory is just giving us, you know, a snapshot into the breadth of what Convoy Women does, empowering women, championing them, helping them through loans, helping them through capital, startup capital, you know, finances. I mean, we can talk all day long about spiritual things, but honestly, if, if, if there's not the funds to feed their family, if they're prostituting themselves to be able to put shoes on their children's feet or send their children to, to school, poverty drives trafficking, poverty drives prostitution. So, you know, we're talking about trying to eradicate poverty. And I know we may not see that in our lifetime, like Dory said, these are big tasks, but just because it's huge doesn't mean we don't do something. We do what's in front of us. We say, God, where do you want me to invest not only my life, but my finances? And so we're not, we're not shying away from that on today's episode. We want you to be a part of it. I'm going to tell you right away before we even get to the end of the episode, how you can be a part. If, if you know the Lord is tugging at your heart and saying, wait a minute, I want to be a part of this. I don't want to see a woman, a mom have to make these choices as you're celebrating Mother's Day, as you're gathered around your kitchen table, this can be a moment that you can decide as a family. Let's help change the life of a mom. You can go to rolva.org, which is our church website, River of Life, right here in Virginia, rolva.org forward slash women. And you'll be able to see right there, the work that Convoy is doing, that's going to stay up for a while. So you'll be able, even if you're listening past May, we still want you to be a part of what God is doing and, and change a story of a woman and uh, to bring hope to every woman. Speaking of stories, Dory, I'm sure you have many, but I would love, I know our listeners would love to at least hear a couple stories of how this ministry has impacted women around the world. Oh, I have so many I could tell, but there's a couple probably that stand out in my mind. Um, And and before I I share those, I just want to go back to something you were saying, you know, about providing seed capital, you know, really that we believe in such a holistic approach at Convoy of Hope that really addresses every part of a woman's life. So, you know, before she receives that vocational training, she receives um, really life skills training. Mm -hmm. Um, in health and nutrition, communicable diseases, self-esteem, learning who she is in Christ, that God has a plan for her life. Um, And even gardening, as you mentioned, um, we have agronomists around the world that are training farmers and they're, they're helping women. Many of our women have um, agro businesses, they're raising chickens, they're um, selling vegetables, raising vegetables, all sorts of, of businesses, even of that nature. So, and then, and then they receive that literacy training, which really helps them learn about um, profit and loss, market analysis, even diversification. We've, mm-hmm. I've seen this firsthand where um, I went to a woman's business one year and the next year I came back and she was making donuts outside of her little shop, her little sundry, you know, sundry shop. And those donuts were attracting customers. Yeah. She's smart, right? She knows yeah. that she wants to, you know, attract customers 
maybe she needs to do something extra and she sure was doing it. So mm-hmm. really learning that if there's five people on the street doing the same business as her, maybe she needs to change her business. Yes. So got those tools that long after maybe we're out of the picture, even though we follow up with every woman for six to 12 months to monitor her business, you know, walk alongside her. A lot of women, um, that's where a lot of the discipleship happens. And many are coming to Christ as a result of that time, walking with another woman who's helping her in her business, making sure that, you know, everything's going smoothly, um, you know, and then they're ready. They're, then they're healthy, really, after they've had all of that training to dive into the vocational training and become CEOs of their own companies. <laughs> I love it. And I'm so glad you said that because I, I I would be remiss to say that this is life training. These are life skills. You're not just handing them alone. I mean, you're training them for life because that would actually do a disservice to do that. We're setting them up to make sure they are able to manage all areas of their life. Yes. Um, you know, it's not just giving them a fish. It's teaching them how to fish so that they can then be self-sustaining, as you mentioned, and it's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you have story after story after story of women, their families coming to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ uh, because of, of the compassion, because of the impact and the involvement that you have. I mean, they know that you are in for the long haul. They know that you care about their entire life holistically, not just let's come hand you a gospel track or let's come, come give you a loan. And there are times that those, those things are needed. And that might be the only approach we have, but this is a holistic approach guys. So I'm so glad Dory that you explained that and expounded on that so that people know when they're donating, when they're giving, they're giving to a larger picture here. And when you go to the website that I mentioned, you're going to see purchasing power. You can just strictly donate if you want to do that, but you can also buy things and uh, you'll see when this airs across my social media channels and throughout the month of May, I'm speaking at River of Life on Mother's Day and you'll see shirts that are convoy women's shirts and jewelry, tumblers, hats. There's so many products that you can buy and your purchasing power helps to make a difference in these lives as well. So there's a lot of different ways that men and women can be involved, right, Dory? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All kinds of things. And we'll, we'll probably get to that in a minute. I probably should absolutely. get to my stories. I don't want to miss the story. No, absolutely not. But I'm just so glad you said that because I might under, uh, under uh, serve the, the full breadth of what Convoy is doing. So I'm so glad that you brought that in. Thank you for sharing that. But yes, tell us stories. These are the favorite parts. Yes. <laughs> and I think as the local church, you know, as, as our primary uh, vehicle that we work through in other countries and we have staff on the ground, but that local church is really what's helping to disciple these women. And one of the women that, um, one of the, the stories that just really stands out to me is Marita in Ethiopia. And uh, her husband abandoned her and her four children and she had no skills whatsoever. So she was forced to live on the streets for about 14 months before we found her. And um, at night, it was so dangerous on the streets of Addis Ababa that she would strap her daughters to her legs to keep anyone from taking them or raping them during the night. Oh, wow. And if you can even imagine the agony that that would be for that length of time, she, you know, people urinated on her. She was, she felt like she was like a dog, you know, less than a dog. And um, we visited Marita in her home, simple home. Um, but she was so proud to have us there. And I'll, I'll never forget. She had a beautiful, believe it or not, China cupboard hmm. and she had dishes in it. And then she had a drawer on the bottom and she went to the drawer and unlocked it from a key. She pulled out of her pocket, she pulled out her record book from her business. She makes injera 
um, flatbread that's in Ethiopia. Um, and she was so proud to show us her book. Wow. Now, Marita was a Muslim and we asked her if we could pray for her. And so we did, but I'm convinced that Marita knows that God saw her yeah. and that he's real because yeah. he brought her real help and real hope. Mm. So I love, love that story of, you know, I hate the desperation that Marita had in her life, but I'm just so thankful that God sees the one he's yeah. still all about rescuing the one. Yes. Um, another story that has is really special to me is the story of Dorcas. Mm. I met Dorcas in Tanzania. And the first time I met her, she had just come into the program. She was, she's a very tall, lean Maasai woman, humble, graceful, very somber. Um, her story began with a marriage to a very successful businessman, but he was killed in a plane crash, um, returning from Europe on a buying trip. Mm. Sadly, her world just spiraled downward because her in-laws disowned her. I don't understand that, but her in-laws disowned her and having no skills to support herself. Um, she was thrust into severe poverty. Hmm. Um, fortunately, she found her way to our program, and that's where I met her. And we sat down together at lunch. We spoke not much of each other's languages, but it didn't matter because we had a heart connection. She shared her story. We cried together. We hmm. prayed together. About 18 months later, I went back and I saw her again, which is kind of a rarity, actually, to see the same woman on a you know a subsequent trip but I did, I didn't even recognize her. Really? She, she was so full of joy. She was walking with confidence. She just looked completely different. Her countenance was changed because she now owned a successful jewelry business and she was feeding all of her own kids. Wow. <laughs> so we're seeing the same things happen for thousands of women all over the world. And I don't know. There's just something really remarkable of knowing that you had just a little piece in that, yeah. you know, God did it, but he still uses people. And, and I had a little piece in Dorcas's life. I had a little piece in Marita's life. Mm. And I'm so grateful that God allowed me to meet them. And um, that special connect that I had with Dorcas, I think I always will, because I often pray for her, you know, it's just an, an amazing memory. And um I think I mean, these are real women. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's great to hear their names and their stories. And I hadn't planned to ask you, but as you're talking and your face lights up, if you're watching this episode, you see just the radiance in her face. But Dory, I have to ask, it's, I love hearing how this has impacted their lives. But as you were sharing that, what do you feel this has done for you? Mm. Can you imagine a life without Convoy of Hope, without empowering women, but can you even put into words one or two ways that you know this has has changed your life, changed your story? It really has. Um, I think a couple of ways. I think that, you know, going and seeing the work firsthand, and that's a great way to catch the vision, to do your own reconnaissance, find out the need. How, how great is the need? You don't really know until you go and see it. So we'd encourage you to go and see it somehow. Um, the Convoy of Hope will be so soon picking up our trips, uh, giving you opportunities to travel again. That's coming. Uh, with COVID, everything has changed for this season, but it's coming. And I encourage you to go on a trip because it changed my life. It helped me realize 
my problems are pretty small. Yeah. And it made me more grateful because I saw their gratitude and I saw their joy. And I thought they have almost nothing compared to what I have. Why am I complaining? So I think that's one way it changed me. It also, um, I think it reignited my faith. Hmm. Um, when I've served at a couple of the convoy of hope events here in the States, even when I got to serve and I got to feel like I was putting faith into action in my own life, putting feet to my face, so to speak, working with my hands or, you know, going, whatever, it just did something for me, Hmm. you know, instead of just going to church and doing all the things I knew to do, it made a difference. And I've always been in ministry of some sort of musician. So, you know, and grew up in a pastor's home and always had a heart for ministry. But I tell you what, when you go and you serve the poor and you serve those in need, God does some surgery in your heart. He just does. Cause you see the need and you realize, um, they're just people like us, yeah. you know, yeah. they just don't have the opportunities that we have. They, you know, fortunate, we're unfortunate to be born in the place they were born, Yeah. but God loves them just as much as me. I'm not better than them. Yeah. Yeah. So those are just some of the, Mm. I think some of the heart surgeries that maybe God has done on me and, and helped me. And so it's really good to go every now and then just to kind of get a checkup to see where my heart is, you know, making sure that it's in the right place and that my priorities are in line. I agree. I'll be excited when it opens back up. One of my, one of my heart you know, desires is to go with convoy women and, and, and be on the ground and, and see the work that you're doing firsthand. Cause no amount of pictures can explain it. I mean, it's great to have the videos and the stories, but wow, to be on the ground, um, travel has changed me in ways I can't even hardly articulate because you're right now that you've been there, you, you know, what, you know, Sarah Gross has a song that says, you know, I saw what I saw and I can't forget it. I know what I know and I can't go back. So once you're aware of it, we can't turn a blind eye to this. We can't act like it's happening somewhere over there. You know, the world has gotten smaller and smaller and, you know, we have need right here in our own backyard and we're not saying that we don't, but there are ways that we can partner with, with moms that otherwise will not have the kind of hope that we're talking about. So Dory, help us know how we can be involved because Combo Women actively serves women through the job trainings. And because Convoy Pope is committed to working through local churches, like you've mentioned, and alongside missionaries, hundreds of thousands have come to know Jesus. So how can someone get involved with Convoy of Women? It's a little bit different than the Women's Empowerment Program. Help us understand that distinction and how we can be a part of it. Sure. Well, Convoy Women is really a sisterhood. It's you and I. It's you and I as advocates for the women and girls that Convoy of Hope serves. So our goal at Convoy Women is really to to help bring strength and dignity through these programs at Convoy of Hope, but to partner and to link arms. Um, And together, we're stronger, right? So as women, I think we do have a a heart of passion for our sisters and daughters around the world. As I said, they look different from us. They're in a different location but they're just like us. They have the same hopes and dreams that we do, and they want to take care of their families. And girls, they have all kinds of dreams that 
they want and things that they want to see in their lives. So we just want to see all of that realized. So we want to do something. We want to roll up our sleeves. We want to go to work. How can you do that? You can join Convoy Women. Um, it's so easy. You just go to our website, convoyofhope.org slash women, and you sign up. And all it means is that you're going to get um, a little welcome gift and letter from me, and you'll get a monthly email that just gives you more ways to partner more information about women's empowerment. So it's a deeper dive. You'll get some of the latest videos. You can also follow us on Instagram at Convoy Women. We'd love to have you follow us. And again, being an an advocate, being a voice, sharing the stories with people that you know and getting excited about it, but, you know, putting your faith into action, not just having compassion, but actually, well, compassion actually means, doesn't Mm -hmm. to do something about what you feel, what passion you feel, do something about it. Um, Some of the ways that ladies can be involved or men going on a trip, as I said, hosting an event, you can host an event at your church or in your business. And our team at Convoy Women, we provide concierge service to you as an individual. So like, we'll be in contact with you. You can um, sign up and we will send you materials. We'll even send you a free gift for all of your women. And we'll work with you. Um, the ladies at your church are going to experience that, aren't they? Yes, yes. So, I can't wait. Oh, you've so been amazing. And you've been amazing to work with your entire team. I cannot stress enough, guys. It's it's not complicated to do yeah. something and be involved. And, and, you know, this is airing at Mother's Day. It's too late for maybe for you to do something right here at Mother's Day, but any time of the year, you can partner with combo women and, and Dory and her team are extraordinary. And they, they do, you give us everything we need for this to be such a successful event. And uh, we're so honored to partner with you. We want to make it easy because we know how creative you are. You guys are so creative ladies. You don't, we, we don't need to tell you how to do things. You've got oodles of ideas up your sleeves, but we want to give you the materials, the videos. Um, We've got you know, statistics of women and girls that you could share. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of creative ways to partner. We're always trying to come, come up with new ways to do that. And maybe you've got a great idea you can share with us. Hey, this is what I did. I love <laughs> and it. Um, your ideas will spark someone else's ideas. So um, just knowing that we can put our faith into action and we can make a difference. Everyone can do something as mother Teresa says, everyone Absolutely. can do something. Absolutely. It's just one way we can make our lives matter to give back to, to demonstrate compassion. I'm going to put both of those links in my show notes, convoyofhope.com. I'm sorry.org convoyofhope.org forward slash women, right? That's one way to be involved and our church website, which is going to be linked right to them, but it's a specific site that will help you know how you're partnering with river of life. ROLVA.org forward slash women. So two different opportunities. I'll put both of those in the show notes so that you can make sure that you can use your voice and make a difference, change someone else's story. Maybe you're a single mom. Maybe you're a mom who has struggled. You've known, you've known adversity, you've known hardship, and you've known that someone else sewed into your life. Someone prayed for you. Someone made a difference. Someone shared Jesus with you. And and now we can do that same thing in the life of someone else. So we just want to provide these opportunities. Dory and her husband, Hal, are doing extraordinary kingdom work. Uh, you're making your life matter in so many different ways, Dory. And you're going to pray over us in just a moment. But you've made your life matter so many different ways to so many different people. But I always like to ask my guests, other than Jesus, what person in the Bible 
have, has helped you and inspired you to make life matter? Who is that person for you, Dory? I think it'd have to be Queen Esther. Oh. I just love that story. She is an inspiration to me of a woman who had to have been in a really difficult situation. I can't imagine being yanked away from your family and being forced to become a candidate to be a, a wife of the king, right? And not having the same faith and just, I can't imagine how difficult that would have been. And yet in the midst of all that, she was brave. She was obedient. She showed tremendous courage to go before the King to help save her people. And I guess I want to display that kind of courage in my own life, whatever God's asking me to do certainly hasn't been anything that dramatic, but whatever it is, if it's just being a mom. And I say that with tongue in cheek, because I think it's the greatest job in the world. And I've taken it incredibly seriously. And I have raised four daughters who I love dearly. We're very close. And, um, I don't know where God's going to take them, but I know that I did my job to be the best mom I knew how to be. And uh, they are the pride and joy of my life. Mm. When it's all said and done, um, Hal and I just know that our children are our greatest accomplishments more than anything else we've done in our lives. So, you know, our families are most important. And I love the fact that Esther rose, rose to the occasion when God needed her to be courageous. And at times I had to be courageous too, in raising my children hasn't always been easy as you know. Being a mom is not, not Absolutely. a piece, it's not a walk in the park, it's not a piece of cake for um, using some uh, slang expressions there, some cliches, but it is a high calling. So to all your moms out there, yes, you're, you're doing amazing work. You really are. And we thank you again at Mother's Day week. We thank you. And maybe we think I don't have the courage of Queen Esther, but wherever God has placed you, he's going to use you. I wrote something in Fearless, my second Bible study, Dory, that says, um, you know, our greatest opportunity to change a culture is to do exactly what God has called you to do. We don't need to walk in someone else's calling. And it could be that, you know, our passport can't hold another stamp because we've traveled the world or it can't, or it may be that we've traveled the stairs in our home until the carpet is threadbare taking care of our children. Everything matters to the kingdom. Whatever call God has on your life matters. Hear that today from Dory, from me to know that you matter moms, you matter. Maybe you feel insignificant or anonymous. Please know that is not the case. God sees you. He honors you and, and we honor you and thank you. And we just wanted to also give you an opportunity today to hear about some of the great kingdom work that is happening to love on moms. Every woman in this program is a mom. So we wanted you to know that you can be a part of changing the life of a mom and a way that we can use this mother's day that we are celebrating the moms in our own lives to also touch the life of a mom that maybe you will never meet but you can know that you are making a difference in her life. And Dory, I thank you so much for the way that you're letting your life matter for the kingdom. I know obedience is not easy and uh, that, that it is, that is, it always comes at a cost. And so I, I understand the cost that you and your husband have been willing to pay to see people fed, to see people's lives changed, to see trucks pull up into cities all over the world and villages and areas that are in desperate need, not only for compassion and, and physical items, but also for the desperate, for the love of Jesus Christ. And so you have been an example to so many, myself included, and I just want to thank you. I want to close with one of Dory's favorite verses today in the truth that matters. 
you know, she says that one of her taglines for Convoy Women is connected to Proverbs 31, bringing strength and dignity to women and girls around the world. And uh, yeah, she also shared Psalm 18 verses 32 and 33. And then she's going to pray for us. It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and he causes me to stand on the heights. Not only does he do that for us, but when we say yes to kingdom purpose, when we say, yes, you can use me, God, make my life matter for the kingdom. Then because of our, yes, someone else gets to stand Someone else's feet are standing firm because we said yes to God and because we chose kingdom purpose in our lives. So thank you, Dory. Thank you for what you're doing. We're so honored to partner with you at River of Life and uh, around the world, wherever you're listening. I know this is heard in over 130 countries. And so some of the countries that Convoy of Hope and Convoy Women is in, maybe you're in a country and you've seen that truck pull up. You've known Convoy to be in your area. And so know that you matter. Know that your life matters wherever you're listening from today. So Dory, thank you so much. And would you pray for us as we close our time today? Yes, thank you so much. Lord Jesus, we thank you for just time to reflect on moms, girls, women all over the world. Lord, I know that so many are suffering. Lord, today, I think of the women in Ukraine and the refugees, Lord, so many women and children that have been displaced, Lord, and their lives have been turned upside down. Father, I lift them to you. I pray that you would give them strength and courage. I pray that you would protect them, that you would let them know, Lord, that you see them, you know them, you are walking with them, Lord, even though it might feel like a very dark, dark valley. God, I pray for women who um, don't have everything that they need, Lord. I pray that they would trust you, that you would bring provision for them um, through whatever means you can use, Lord. You are a God of the impossible. Nothing is too hard for you. So I ask, Lord, that you would meet their needs. Father, I pray that you would um, cause them to rise up, Lord, to have the courage, the strength that they need. Lord, may you clothe them with strength and dignity today, I pray for every mom. Help us to know how significant we are, that you see, and that the role that we are playing, the gift, the gifts that you've given us, Lord, and the, the calling that's on our life, it's not small. It's not insignificant, Lord. May we know that you see every need that we have. And may we know that our highest calling, Lord, is to serve you and to be obedient, whatever that is, whether it's in our profession, whether it's to be that spiritual mom or that mom to the orphan, to our nieces and our nephews, to our own children, whoever that might be, Lord, help us to be courageous and to be the women of God that you've called us to be. Encourage each one that is hearing this today, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining the conversation. If you've been inspired to make life matter, share a review and subscribe at cpnshows.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Connect with me at angeladenadio.com, Facebook at Angela Donatio VOV, and Instagram at Angela Donatio. Until next week, let's make life matter.